0: Tuckers, welcome to Easter special episode finale. Thank you all for hanging out with us until now. And please, if you haven't yet listened to part one and two, I suggest you go check them out before continuing. And if you have, well, here's to the finale of Easter special episode,
1: baby yeah and then eventually a couple years later i found the church that i'm going to now i'm not gonna say it's perfect because there is no listen we come from different backgrounds so no it's not perfect as much as i love it and there's a bunch of people i feel at home with i'm not gonna make it sound like if you come to my church everything will be oh hell hallelujah you'll never be offended you'll never no you will be offended guaranteed it is a community of human beings because I I have been offended, but I've chosen to stay because at the end of the day, we are a community of people who love Christ and love people. And sometimes we disagree, but again, we are trying to become one going towards the days that we will all be one as the body of Christ. But I think differently from a lot of churches, at least it gives room to people to just being themselves compared to a lot of other churches here in our community. But generally... Yeah, I've been rejected. I've been accepted. I've been offended. I've been hurt. We move regardless, cause when your personal Amen. relationship is, you choose to serve and love people. Yeah, yeah. that's.
2: Wait, is my... this is this the church at um, Makubusho at Mlimshaws? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Please, uh, this I is me putting people... in my, my. Yeah. No, continue, Kemi. Oh no! I was just—I I was just trying to mention to Ellis that this is me putting in my official invitation for you to invite me tomorrow for church. What what service are you attending?
1: 10 a.m. tomorrow. You're welcome, baby.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, um mm-hmm. uh, Paula, please, yeah, continue before I start um, my.
0: <laughs> I like to. You. I think that's what what got me um not to go to church, especially not only that um also getting it from my grandma my grandmother but she's older you know um that lady's gonna be 94 this year so um and she's very active and she's very active in her church yeah with the way she treated me about all this catholic anglican and then i found how much catholic their rules you know catholics they are very strict and by the book And I I was enjoying Anglican, but when I went to UK and I saw how that church behaves. So in my head, I was like, I know there are churches which are open-minded and allow you to be yourself. So, but I just had to find that. And in the process of finding it, I stayed away from churches because, and I come from a family, my parents were very open-minded. Like my mom, yes, strict, my dad, very easy, physical. Um learning that there are churches that can accept you but just not being able to find and me I grew up a tomboy like as I say dresses was not my thing uh, it, it, you know I'm loud I'm outspoken I'm gonna question like yes you're gonna read the bible to me but if I have questions I'm gonna ask and I feel like my questions are valid for me to understand the bible so if you're just yeah. gonna answer me that's what the bible says so that's, a, that's not good enough you are preaching to me let me learn and once they started um this is the thing with churches when you have uh way also older people like my grandma the people who are set in their ways right you can't blame them because that's how they were born in the era it's it's hard to change minds of way older people because they've already lived they're ready for their deathbed no offense not that i'm praying but we're all gonna die but that's they're ready. like they've lived their life they really don't care if you're you're changing their opinions or not they're set with what they want this is it like fuck you and whatever you are believing. but i've lived my whole life knowing this and i'm okay with with dying knowing that so but to me I, i've had so many friends who um i are gay you know uh and um uh, I have family members who are gay or oh, also when it comes to depression or oh, also being in a family that's divorced you know because divorce especially in the Catholic side it's a sin technically but in my head I'm like, would you rather your 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 these people be unhappy and cruel to each other together or happy and raising families and nourishing and growing separate. Yes, nobody wants to get divorced. It's not like people get married to say, but some of you are are marrying people who you know you shouldn't. You're asking for it. But (laughs) sometimes you have done all the best you could do and it's just not it is what it is. You can't force people to, to stay married or whatever. But that doesn't mean, that's when they need God more. That's when they need the church, the community more. Because they're already going through something which, for them, they're already feeling ashamed. So for you to throw more shame into them and make them feel excluded. So all those things to me is what well was like, fuck church, you know, because your church is supposed to be a place where it makes you feel safe. You know, this is supposed to be your community and family and to love you and to to preach the word to you and console you when you're going under, but if little things just like that, they turn up instead of trying to understand you and so that to me was the... and then I read the book, the Catholic book the, the tell oh my god I was like, yo Catholics with all the shit you do and mess people and this is what God behind the closed doors anyways, Camille go ahead <laughs> and take the stage <laughs>
2: I feel, I feel like you guys have spoken about all my stigmas. Like um, I'm sure the only thing that I could add here is maybe my own personal experiences, examples of personal experiences, but otherwise I definitely echo all of your stigmas in church when it came to um, dress codes, as Ellis mentioned, when it came to feeling like as though you need comfort from the church, but the church is the one place that is actually judging you as well. I feel like that also is something that has been really, really um tricky i think when it came to me and an understanding what truly are the values of going to church so i definitely echo a lot of a lot of what you say guys um and just sort of like to sum it up i think my experiences are very similar i also mentioned um when i was in university and how i you know for me being an engineer and then coming to church and then being you know told either you wear or you can't attend church or there was um that whole situation also i think for me of going to church with a dress but then that dress is like also short you know and you need to sort of like look and sit a certain way as well and mm. so it's, it's just yeah I think it's yeah those stigmas really stay with you I think also and then they make you form a, a, an opinion of what truly you know church should look like or church could be like something like that and I think that that is the only thing that sort of like takes us back when it comes to you know the church community but yes I'm, I'm definitely pro understanding christianity as ellis mentioned it's a personal relationship and then when you stick to that it's 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 you so all my stigma is exactly what you guys mentioned i swear to you mm-hmm.
1: And it's, fine. It but, also, it's, a, it's a but also like having said all of that i still want to be true to myself and say that i still would recommend everyone find a community and find a church to belong to because i oh, am yeah. christian it is not, like, yeah, because the way we've all just mentioned our stigma, we could come off like, okay, these are the three girls that like, really don't...
0: Oh, no. Uh, we are
1: fun believers in church.
0: We just want the church yes, people to change their ways so that more people can yes. feel comfortable coming to church. Because that's yes. the point of having yes. this. We want people to feel comfortable coming to church. And there are yes. people who want to come to church, but because of how they've been treated, yes. they're now...
1: They are literally staying home because I I once heard I don't remember if this was at our church or somewhere and somebody was saying I think the church or maybe it was just my like I think sometimes there's a way that as Christians we can major on the minor and minor on the major because like I always say this um when you talk about when when you read the word and I can say this as a person that just is in love with the word so I I literally see a lot of. Will t- God will tell you to not be afraid. God will tell you. um, Love is talked about all the time. Believe, believe, believe. Do not be afraid. Trust, trust, trust. Thanks, give, thanks, give, thanks, give, thanks. Uh, yeah, like give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Give thanks. Oh, that, that's on the trunk. That was wrong. Grammar. Anyway, give thanks, give thanks, give Sorry. thanks. Like all of that stuff is stuff that is being talked about consistently. And then you find um two or three scriptures about dress God. And then you find maybe... um. I don't know, all of the other stuff like that can make a person not go to church when really that was the, that's the least thing. Not that God doesn't care how you dress. He does. As a matter of fact, he cares so much that when you're shopping, when you ask the Holy Spirit to be there with you, he will actually guide you. Don't take that, take this. What do I wear today? He will literally tell you. How's that outfit? I'm like, okay, what colors are we wearing this week? I dress, I like to say I dress nicely. A lot of people tell me that. I think so myself. So if they agree, I wanna come on
0: your closet. I've seen your your Instagrams. I'm just saying. I, I I've yeah. seen some few blazers that I wanna come shop on. I'm just saying.
1: You're welcome, baby. No. We can talk about. It. And <laughs> yeah, like. And all of that is literally being done for me with the Holy Spirit, but I don't think we give room and in every other area with the way we speak, with the way we talk, like with the way we treat people. We don't allow room for the Holy Spirit to lead us um, to get away from our ideologies. The same way that um, when we talk about dating for example, like the same way that we grew up with ideologies that you know, men are trash, men are this. But there's room, but it's not just two- an ideology. Men are trash. No, 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 no. Let's agree to disagree. Some men can be trash, can be trash. It's true, true. No, trash. My
0: baby daddy is uh, is not trash. I'm sorry,
1: I must continue. Trash. And, oh. um, there are men who are not trash, they're loving the Lord and living for Christ. I've seen them
0: yes on.
1: we stand we stand for um, good great okay, men of okay. them anyway um yeah so just like <laughs> with that we don't allow room for the holy spirit to actually for god to teach us okay this is the way the world is going this is where i want you to go and so i think as 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 a church as the church because we are all the church we need to be more embracing of where everybody is in their spiritual journey it's in spaces like this um where we can have these conversations like can we give room for people to grow like just because the person is dressed a certain way Maybe that is definitely where the Lord will lead her to dress the rest of her life, mm-hmm. or maybe that's the state she's in. Later, the Holy Spirit tells us, actually, that's not your identity. That's how you used to dress because your friends dress like that. How I want you to dress is like this. Like there, there should be room for that, but I don't think we give a lot of room for people to do that. We're just like, okay, we're told to dress modestly, okay. But what is modesty, though? Because when they yeah, say exactly. that, they're like, so. How Does that look they,
0: like today? We need to give room for that. They have the expectation without understanding the journey or trying to know the journey, and yeah, and, and that's the thing like, damn, you make people feel bad for these things, but you're doing their behind. Cross. This one also, the Christianity started shattering more like, you just wear costumes uh, when you're in charge, and then costumes, mm-hmm. costumes. you're just but in tiffany I don't, don't ask tiffany if she changed her costume because you won't like it but in church people most of them wear costume They i feel like they have to pretend to be a certain way because of the bible and and i don't think even most of them really read the bible to understand because they pinpoint certain things from the bible like you said they will choose to stick to certain stuff and hold that more accountable while the Bible says a lot of things which some of them you are still doing but then when somebody does one thing from the Bible which is say it's all hell break rules. Like literally y'all are sitting there in that corner just coming out from a sermon gossiping about someone's clothes. Where in the Bible it also says gossiping is a sin. you not you're there. <laughs> you are there gossiping about somebody in church in the grounds of the Lord's house. So all that was just like yeah. yo. And then um, last season I had an episode where I brought this gay guy. Like um, I went on a podcast conference and I had him speak about he grew up in a church. So I had to have him on my podcast. He grew up in a church community. Like he'll tell you his father, his uncles, his great grandfathers, they were all pastors, you know, priests, like church. And he had the first and and he told me something it was like Paula. I would literally watch my family the, at church give a sermon, then come back home talking about like wanting praises. Like, how did my sermon go? Do you think I did great? And then also discussing sh- church people in a way that it didn't make sense. I was like, how is it? We are supposed to make people feel good. And then when he came out saying he was gay, the family turned their back and tried to un-gay to him in a in a. a in a in a Christian way you know if that's even a thing but, <laughs> but, but you know so all that was like that was when I realized that yes God is there and God is real but I have to find out who God is for myself because clearly this way was it. and do you know what that boy did It was like since my, 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 my family is Christian and they only understand the Bible he went and wrote a Bible for a guide's book to to gays, him to understanding your child is gay, and he called it the Bible, and he put verses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it, no. it felt like that was the only way for me to make it understand, and it took a while. But their the, yeah, it took a while. Their family finally started understanding, and now their family then um, preach. Uh, they they went to um gay friendlier church, they attend gay friendlier churches and so I think conver- that's why I like having conversations like this because maybe somewhere people will start being less mean in churches so that more people like I feel like most people want to go to church but it's that what they have across in church or how they were treated or what they had or how they were talked to is what made them turn around and as me, I said, I. I, I and also, um, I think what we as Christians personally, we need to understand that as long as you understand your faith and your relationship with God, you shouldn't allow people to chase you out. Be yeah, unapologetic. Go to the church. You don't care what they say. If you really want to go to church, go to church. Dress out they want. People are gonna talk regardless, whether Christians or not. You know, people are gonna talk. I, I found a church. Yes, I don't, I don't go much often, but everybody dresses anyhow full of white and black the 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 music is amazing the praise and worship oh my god i go 10 minutes early so i can get a front row seat to the praise and worship because it moves me and i found a community where it agrees so there are communities out there so don't let all this stop you but i'm glad we touched on the stigma because that shit pisses me off that's the one thing that pisses me off about church community
1: yeah and one more thing i think as believers we need to learn to learn how to approach people that have faced stigmas like that for example you talked about homosexuality now my stance on homosexuality is my is my stance homosexuality as an action is my stance on lying is my stance on having sex before marriage cheating on your wife lying it is clearly written in the bible that people who practice such actions will not make it to heaven now I don't have questions about that. But however, that same Bible tells us to be loving. The same way when you know that you have a friend that is sleeping with somebody's husband, but it doesn't bother you to have that person as a friend. But somehow you can say, well, it's because I've heard literally Christians say this, hey, I can't be friends with someone who's gay. And I'm like, uh, did the Bible stutter when it said, Love, love your
0: enemies,
1: <laughs> love your neighbors, <laughs> pray for them. And those are not even your enemies, like they're literally just your neighbors. They didn't hurt you, they didn't touch your life. So, how is it we can be friends with someone who constantly lies? you will support free that Someone says they're gay having this conversation yesterday and my heart broke because a picture of um my friend was being shown and she's never told me whether she's gay or not but because she's a tomboy and so people assume that she's gay i don't know if she is or not and it doesn't even change how i treat her or how much i love her and first of all it's nobody's business now when when her picture is being shown and they're trying to figure out if she's a girl or a boy one of the ladies comes out and tells the person showing the picture oh she's your friend don't be friends with them and i'm like i get it the bible does say bad company ruins good morals and there is a space for you to have a close circle of friends who have the same values however you can't just straight up you don't know this person and say oh don't be friends with her who are you to say that? And I think as believers, it literally, that's why I even got emotional. It annoys me when we have this, don't, don't be friends with her. Don't talk with her. Yes, we have beliefs. We have standards. The Bible is not the, I mean, Christianity is not, okay, do anything. The Christianity is do what Christ says. However, when a person is not doing what Christ says, you have to give them the same grace that Christ is giving them by drawing them nearer to Christ, not pushing them away from yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like,
0: yeah, like how many How many stories have we read about Ruth and Nienimung? God, God, God was in company of everybody, whether they were hoes or they were nini. He, he, mm-hmm. he spoke to everybody. He helped everybody. So who are we to say, don't be... And, and, and that's why I hated me. When I was growing up, oh, you drink you go out, you wear shorts because you're as I, talk, I hate like shorts and t-shirts for my shit. Like I, find me anywhere, I, I'm on short. Uh, like plus, thank you God, I have nice higher legs, so these legs gotta be shown. Like you gotta show what the Lord, the good Lord, gave you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, because I drink, I can't be a Christian. Who are you to tell me what type of a Christian I can be? Or not be how does my drinking have to do with me being a Christian yeah okay the Bible okay so you, you had sex before you got married you had a kid before you were even like, come on now like let's not do that like, any stigma because you are Christian you need to be this way or this way no at the end of the day God said love each other you know it, it it's what's in there be kind, be loving. That's all. Don't judge. And then, you know what? We we can we can talk about this shit now all day because
1: it, it's now getting because I yeah I'm going <laughs> with this conversation all day. I said I've plenty you to say. because
0: it because it, it touched so far. Not only for me but also some of my my people who have seen getting treated. My you know, even my mom when she got divorced, now she got treated, and this is the church where she loved and divorced. And, and devo- she used to wake me up at six thirty so I can go to that seven o'clock mass. I will I, I you know so all these little things, it's you know, anyways. Let's go to some brighter things. Easter is around the corner. <laughs> let, let, let's have some lightness because my heart was getting heavy and deep, and I was trying to protect all my niggas out there. But <laughs> uh, and then, he, so um, actually, let me say one thing on that. This is why people don't leave toxic relationships, because y'all make people feel bad about being divorced. People will literally stay with men who hit them or Nini because all the church will not like it me being divorced. No, no, no. Anyways. So, Easter around the corner, um, as a kid, how were holidays like uh, Easter and Christmas in your household as Christians celebrated? And how has that turned out as now being, you know, your own self, grown-ups, women? How do you celebrate that now and still? Because, you know, um, I feel like when we grow up, how is um, the. the, 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 the uh growing up when when you're grown, um holidays become more like, oh my god, tomorrow's of a holiday I get to sleep in. I get the celebration doesn't become more into the the religion wise, the, the the reason behind it compared to when we were kids. So how has that been for you
2: Okay, I'm gonna take this very quickly. Um all my, all my sort of like a big religion um, festivities for me have always been very home-based and very, a lot of work around and being a, being a female in the family, you guys get to do a lot, even before, after, during, things like that, but it has always been church first, of course, so it's. You know, waking up in the morning, preparing stuff and then going to church as well. And then coming back from church and then being present and even afterwards and things like that. So that's how I grew up like that. So Easter's, you know, um, Christmases, um, New Year's, things like that has, has, have always been sort of like very um, looking forward to, but also like knowing that it's going to be a really tiring day at the same time because, you know, females in an African um, sort of like community. But then, as you say, definitely we do grow up into familiarity. i feel that's that's maybe that's how that's the the word maybe i could use that you grow up and now you're doing university alone and you can't be home for like Esther's so or you sometimes you you can be but then also it's like home is very different now because you know they're not practicing the same sort of like standards as how you you know you used to practice before and so now it's like a definition of a completely different Thing, you know, um, so that has been very weird in, in terms of that way. But then for me, the past couple, three years I've experienced Easter, Christmas very differently as well. So that's another story there, I think, altogether. But I, I could definitely tell you there was an unfamiliarity and an uncontinuity of how it used to be before and how it is right now. However, I I think one of the things that I only like about, basically like uh, specifically about nowadays and, and Christian festivities is that we get to define them and we get to sort of like do ideally what we want to do really during those days. Sometimes they could just really pass by and we haven't done anything even as a family, just like sleep in. You know maybe just go to church and then come back and like probably sleep in but then sometimes it could be like oh this time around like some maybe an auntie or somebody wants to do something so we just basically okay we'd go there and actually spend some time but it's generally not how you know it used to be before so there's a lot really that has changed definitely definitely but yeah i, I would i would think i'm not so sure if I, I was told to choose between because there was comfort in being as a family back then and there was sort of like this is who our family is and it's you know it's, it's like that saying where you say um it's not really good to discipline people so much but you should have some sort of like discipline to do life you know something like that mm-hmm. so I felt like like back then that's how it used to be culture wise and just like social wise as well but nowadays it's more of like um there's that independency that now is taking place place and sort of like position with christian festivities for example Eastern, i could you know we could come up and just say to, to ourselves that okay what do we want to do this time around and then i could suggest something or my mom could suggest something and then we'll do that so i definitely think i like the independency there but i like the also the discipline and the culture norms back then as well i'm not sure if you're gonna get like a integration here yeah, yeah. i don't know because life moves on but it was still i'm i still enjoyed that one i'm still enjoying this one so yeah
0: I feel like holidays these days are more commercialized than the the actual yeah. meaning of the holiday. Yeah. It's very
2: yeah. different. It's very different.
1: All right, Alice, you're next. My experience is pretty much the same, family-based, but also pretty much huh. it's not festive. I don't know what it is. It's still exciting, but then in a very different way. Oh, maybe I was just more excited as a kid. I don't know. But um it's still very family-based. But I remember as a kid, it's so funny. I generally like going to church except on like holidays. I mean on like Easter okay. Oh, there's just a lot of people. And I'll be like, why are there so many people? You can get this and it's
0: everybody wanted it. And that's that's where your your high hate people comes out. You're like, oh my
1: God so that was it for me of course we still went to church and i still genuinely enjoyed it except for the part where i'm like i wish we still had a like group brief um yeah but other than that i think it's um and this is my thing i think even with just um christian holidays being one of those holidays i don't know what it is like for example Christmas now it's getting more commercialized but it's one of those holidays where even people who aren't don't believe in like Christianity still find it a festive time a time to like love and be more kind and I think I just genuinely really love the holidays Particularly Christmas. No, we're talking about Easter, but I think even Easter it has the same effect of like bringing families together. Particularly for believers, I think a lot more people gather around and like, you know, love on each other. Yes, there's a lot of work which I don't like, but um, generally it's a good time to love. So I think how we act on like holidays should extend to how we act throughout the year. christian That's what Christianity is all about, loving each other and being there for each other throughout the year, every day of the year, every day of the hour, like love. Amen. And I say this.
0: Um, I feel like I, I, maybe because I work in retail, so I feel like holidays these days are way too commercialized compared to what it is. I miss the feeling. I miss back then when it was more family. Like you grow up and everybody has their own plans. Like I got this going on. Or I'm not coming home. Or I'm, I'm traveling here for this holiday. Like holidays became a a, a way to travel outside because you know you. I, it, I got four days off. Let me go explore here. So I miss being a baby and just uh, like being home with family and go as cuckoo. No, I, I don't get around go as kuku. So like I gotta, I gotta either buy it or just go through my closet and wear whatever shit. So I miss being oh, what's what go as cuckoo Yeah, even though I used to make fun of it back then, but now I'm like. Nah. If only y'all can buy me this dress for Easter. Mm-hmm. I'd like, buy
2: yourself. <laughs> like, you go
0: gone. Anyway, so let's come to an end. Um, I would just like to. Uh, this is the last question as we come to an end. Uh, for uh, oh, I want you to to give an advice for those uh was for those people who have lost their faith in the church community. What would you tell them? And when you answer that, l- give us your your favorite Bible verse so people can have some comfort to them. I feel like Bible verses, and um, I like hearing people's favorite Bible verses because I learned something from them or about them through their Bible verses. It makes me understand them, or if that makes sense. Because most people, their favorite Bible uh, Bible verses is either something they are going through right now or it's something that speaks to them, about them, or about their situation or something. There's always why somebody has that as their favorite bible
1: verse? so
0: let's end it with that ladies
1: okay never go first because i know my bible verse but i don't know where it is i know i think i know where it is so let me find it so you go first
2: <laughs> okay um very quickly um but i'm sorry hey i'm not gonna be quick i'm sorry um <laughs> What I wanted to say is that what I wanted to say um, is, uh, first, you say that, what advice do we tell advice would you give sort of like for a person faith, who has right? lost
0: faith in, their, in the church community, as we were talking about the stigmas of the church, so what advice would you give them?
2: Okay, um, this is very tricky, but I'm very, very envious with people that have lost their faith. And I say it's- <laughs> very sort of, like, good um, or very, coming from a very empty ground, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Why? Because people that have lost faith are people that can learn, are people that are open to saying, oh, I've actually lost my faith. And so I really, like, it's everything's actually trash, as we mentioned before. So I'm, I'm coming from a point of view that, like, they already sort of like have cancelled it out. You know? It's it's different from people like us that have grown in in the faith and we have never left it and we've always it's fine, we tend we have detached from it, but it's not truly really living it. Like it's about knowing in the back of, I, I tell this to people all the time people that come up to me and say um yes i just detached from, from you know sometimes I, I i think to myself like i think god has left me or god like i can't hear or some, something like that you get it like i'll be really truly going through the most in my life but in my in the back of my head like i know my god is present like yeah i know i'm going through the most like i'll be I'll be turning and turning. I don't know, like life would be upside down. But for me, I am sure like even though, yes, everything in my body is telling me that God has left you. Like I I always have that belief. Come on, my God is present in my situations, whatever situation that is for you. I will find comfort in being present in the Lord. Like I'll find comfort in just crying and just weeping in in breaking down in whatever it is really but i know it to myself that my god is present like even though i oh, Jo, let's have this discussion together but i know you're present So come I, everything in my body is telling me that you're not present so for the people that have lost their faith i'm very envious of you people i swear to you because for me it's like you're coming from a clean slate and you're coming from whatever truly it is that, you know, uh, Christianity is, which is a very personal relationship. If it's something you have taken, you know, for anybody that is listening or would listen to this session, if it's something that they are going to take specifically, is that if you have lost your faith, it's a very personal relationship. It's like having a relationship with somebody that you actually love. Even sometimes you don't love, but you're trying to have this new relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody. And so Mm -hmm. you get to grow in that situation you get to grow in that i already lost it so now i'm starting like a i'm actually at that a point but for me and people that have grown here we start usually at zen and then that's it doesn't give us really much room to know more room to figure out more it's also one of the reasons why for me um i've been pushed so much into reading the bible just like but like one verse every, I mean, one chapter every day, one chapter every day. So I'm doing that this year specifically and I'm, and I'm loving that whole sort of like, um, journey for me because okay. I, I know, right? Because it's, it's sort of like mm. helped me figure out some stories where like there's, there are things that I've always missed in some stories. You know, I'm, I'm reading Genesis right now and I've never mm. really known how many stories were in Genesis. Like, you know, how many Bible stories were just in Genesis. Before you get to Exodus, yeah, um, I was like, "Wait, Cain and Abel, Abel was like the fifth chapter. That's so early. God decided to wipe out the whole sort of like you know, um uh human race in chapter six, seven after creation. Like Noah was in that period of time. I get to ask myself questions now. Like, who helped Noah mm. build like a fifty cubic meter bridge, and then God decided to wipe all that shit? You know, I, I swear mm. to you, I, I've. Joseph's story was in Genesis. Guys, like Genesis had a lot. A lot. Yes, so so it it has really helped me as well being a believer and and growing up in that belief sort of like system to figure out oh, there are things I could do as an amateur as well even though I feel like I'm an expert. So for example, is that. Like just taking the Bible, come out like a novel or whatever it is and then one chapter, one chapter, one chapter at a time. And of course, the U version, um, you know, soft copy of, of sort of like the app as well helps me so much Figure with those Bible projects videos as well when it comes to understanding really a topic and stuff like that. So to, to anybody that has sort of like lost their faith, um, two things. One, I'm very envious of you guys. But the the second thing for me is that you have a clean slate now. Like you are the person that could, you're like the Zacchaeo. You're like the people that God is going to pass by and choose you instead of us. Because you're like you, you know. So I-, I think you are in a better position to really learn about what it is to be Christian than us, who are like, yeah. you know, we have so much confusion in our heads So that's why I would tell yeah. somebody that has that faith uh, that you can do so much in that stage. Like you have, yeah. you have all the favor. You know, you have been extended grace so much. So keep that. I think that's the two things that you can keep. And then your I favorite say, Bible Yes. Of course there are a lot. There are a lot. And being a Lutheran, you you grow up with Mustariu Amoy, but it's not even my favorite. So it's in Philippians. I'm opening it right now because my Bible is so interesting. Okay. So Philippians um three one three says okay, 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 okay. Where is this? One three. Yes, yes, Philippians three. Oh my God, I can see it, guys. I can see it. But it's oh, you can see what to... it is
1: about.
2: Yes, it's the it's the verse that talks about um, throughout everything while giving praise and thanksgiving. Um, you know what? I'm going to quickly find it. Alice, uh, please continue. Okay, no, I understand. Is.
1: I also had to find mine, but because I already knew it in my head. And like I have a lot too. But the ones that I um, Alice, when don't you ever have a lot of anything to say? <laughs> like oh going extra. It goes to all corners. <laughs> especially here. Tupe
0: mama, tupe mama, tupe mama. <laughs>
1: um yeah, but yeah, especially in the scripture, I have a um yeah. Again, a lot. you my verses that I love.
2: Wait, wait. Before, before she goes. Before she goes. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. It's Philippians four six to seven. It says, "Do not be mm-hmm. anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, Amen. with giving, I love
0: present yeah. your
2: request to God, and the peace that transcends yeah. all the earth." And I'm sorry. And uh, peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. For me, really, it's the sixth. Mm-hmm. It's the, with thanks, and, and sometimes it says, in the K, in the KGV, it says, uh, by, but mm-hmm. in everything by prayer and supplication, with okay. thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. For me, it's, it's, it's this yeah. verse that always tells me that we can go to God and complain. It's fine. Amen. I like, it mm-hmm. it, it's like, God is fine. Like, it's not only flowers and, you know, sort of like, yes. you know, God is always just telling us this is what you should do, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. No, no. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's just about with with gratitude, of course, in your heart, but with, you know, thanksgiving, supplic- supplication then your earnings to God and then your request. you know, like, my God, that verse for me is just always like, yes. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you for
0: sharing. And that's also one of my one of my favorite.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Uh My advice would be. But then my Bible verse is going to the advice. Okay. Can I so start with, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah whichever the, works for Bible, you.
1: Whichever way you wanna do it. Okay. Thank you. Um. So my my favorite Bible verse as of late and the one that kept. I kept feeling in my heart even when I read um, in preparation for this is when the Bible verse, I'll give context so the Bible verse is a verse that was said to Jesus when he was baptized by by John in the River Jordan so he gets baptized and then he gets out and like the Holy Spirit is there and then um, the heavens open and like the voice of the Father is heard telling Jesus that um, a voice from heaven is heard that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and delighted in. And um, I remember I once heard this from a service. And, and since then, like this has always been one of my favorite five verses, that God, I think it was Stephen 14, Um God said this to Jesus before he ever did anything. This was before his ministry. So he had never healed the sick yet. We haven't heard him heal the sick. We haven't heard him preach. We haven't heard... He hasn't died for the world yet. And that's the song. And then the song that resonates with that, though we didn't ask songs, I think this is why the song Gyra by Maverick City is really special for me, is God loves us because he loves us. Not that's because we... Form anything, not because we are such good Christians, not because we are such
2: good, good humans. There's nothing All we can do to get God. the love of God. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We can't earn the love of God. No. Like, God is love. He loves us because he loves us. And I think um, now transitioning to, um, ah, that's Matthew 3, 17. Actually, did you the Oh the oh, Matthew I- Matthew 3, 17.
0: You know, most of my favorite Bible verses come from Matthew, weirdly. Yeah. And it was crazy because um, during COVID, my uh, I had a breakup and the guy I broke up with was Matthew, who was literally, in my head, my soulmate. So every Bible verse that's oh. favorite is Matthew. I was like, what shit. But anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, okay. anyway. <laughs> I said I'm never dating a Matthew ever again, or anybody whose name. Bible. You never know. Don't close your offense. You. Thank you. Tell her. Tell her. Listen, I'm open to dating anybody, just not church boys. I'm not dating a church boy. Any man I find from church, no. I'm sorry. I, I've lost my faith in, 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 in most church men. Sorry.
1: But continue. But you are getting clear. Yeah, I understand. I, like I truly, I truly understand maybe we can talk about that we have we can have a whole session about church boys anyway let me go to um yeah transitioning to people have have lost the faith and I think sometimes a lot of the reason it's different for every person but I think a lot of the people end up leaving church after trying so hard to like do the Christian things, fit in with the Christian community, but always somehow feeling lacking, like or maybe they they got into church and then they did everything that was churchy, and then you go through a challenge and it's like, okay, God, I did all the right things. Why is my life still a struggle? Why am I still struggling? Why is this still happening? And forgetting that this was always a relationship. And the thing about this relationship is that it's being. It's growing in a world that is full of brokenness. We live in a broken world and a lot of broken things happen. It's not that. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's a, it's easy to say, oh, well, well, why doesn't God stop? Um, why doesn't God stop all the bad stuff from happening? He is Anger, God. Yeah. Wow. You're
2: right. And
1: why is it God forcing us to believe in him? If he had to force us to do things, he would force us to do all of these things. But He has loved us because that is love. Love is giving people a choice. We can choose to believe Him. We can choose to not believe Him. I'm reading that choose-
2: in Genesis. I'm reading that in Genesis right now. Oh my mm-hmm. God.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like God, God can choose to, we can, we can choose to receive His love or we can choose to reject His love. We can yeah. choose to go to church and like have a community or we can choose to stay at home. And well, with that one, that choice is hard because it's it's not easy to find a community. But when you do, it, even when you do find a good community, because we're humans, the people disappoint you. I say this as a person that could even be considered a church girl because I do go to church a lot. But I've mm. been hurt. I, literally, my friends at church, I've been offended. I've been disappointed. But I had to choose that... Do I stay and say, okay, do I move churches? I've literally considered moving from the church I'm in right now. Even to last year, literally last year, I considered moving. But I was like, okay, God, do I move or do I stay? Is this the community for me for now? Or do I move on to another community? Because the see, the body of Christ is all over the world. If I went to the U.S. right now and I would still move churches, it would still be the same, like, body of Christ. And so, like, I think god loves us because he loves us we we can choose i love what nema said because it gives um having lost the church community or having lost the faith gives you a clean slate to find god for yourself which i if i had to give one advice to everyone not just people who have lost the faith even people in the church find god for yourself know god for yourself learn to read the scriptures make it a habit to truly and don't like not the read the bible because that's the christian thing to do read the bible because who is this god that literally decided to die to have a relationship with me me like i know i'm 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 special or maybe i'm not that special but you would die for me why why would you die for me why would you call me special? Why would you love me? Why do you call me a masterpiece? Why do you call me like you're predestined to have a relationship with me? You have good plans for me. There's a lot of good stuff that God says. The apple of your eye, like there's a lot of very, I mean, people think they're romantic letters. The Bible is a love letter. Like there's so much good stuff that God says about us. So read the Bible to find out who is this God that is so loving that I could fall short a hundred times and would still be like, I will leave the 99 for that one that has fallen short so read the all i would say for a person that I, all of that and read the bible i know i mean you you have nothing to lose now that you're not engaging anymore as um paula shared in the very beginning that she found god for herself in the time when she was going through the worst depression um, um time of depression and as person i also struggle with depression and suicidal thoughts and literally the bible scripture particularly the book of psalms lifted me out of that and like saved me literally and so you are at a good place to find god for yourself read the bible just the bible in itself that's the power of god right there that's the voice of god that's the love of god read it fight it for yourself worship music maverick city is amazing I know that it can like literally uplift you from wherever that you may be whatever you may be going to or maybe you're at a good place you're not believing in God and you're cool you're thriving however you're looking for a meaning or you're looking for something that satisfies and I promise you for me that's the only thing that satisfies everything else will work for a time but that's the one thing that has kept me fully satisfied my whole life and so I would recommend it to anyone reading scripture so yeah. That's amen.
0: It. And I like how you throw some shade in there, but amen, amen. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say thank you, ladies, and I agree with both of you. And um Kemi okay, um starting over with the Bible, that's a beautiful thing. I I uh, I plan next year to to read the Bible all over again and I met a lady who told me she was reading it for the twentieth time and I was shocked. I was like, Why? She's yeah. like, Paula, yeah, every I have time I read the that Bible is reading it for
2: the fourth time. Yeah, yeah me she's too. like every I mean, time I, I read
0: it. You she's like every time I read it, I, I learn it in a different way. Like I, it's like some things I missed the last time. So yeah. it's always good because your your mind grows. You're constantly mm-hmm. growing and you're constantly changing your perspective on things and understanding this stuff So reading it changes every time because maybe this year when you're reading it, you are way stubborn and you're just like yeah 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 whatever and then next year because of whatever this year put you through in two years you read it again you're like damn yo i i i i relate so, so it's amazing that you all are, are, are doing that again and um as Alice you ever said like do it for yourself as i said i'm 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 in a different place with God and I the only reason I'm able to be that is because I decided to do this for myself. So I found God in my own time, in my own way, nobody put words and I'm learning him in my own way. Yes, I will hear everybody's thoughts, I will understand them but I I still would like to relate them to my own way. I'm not gonna disregard your ways. Or not take them because oh this is how I want. No, I will hear you out. I will listen. I like getting other people's perspective because either I'm gonna learn what I love from it or hate or not like and still go searching deeper. When I understand, okay, I don't like how way. Let me try understand it this way. So find the, and there are communities out there. Just because one community denies you or doesn't like you or you don't feel safe, mm-hmm. there are plenty of communities just like how. We are constantly now talking about cutting toxic relationships and family. If we can cut toxic relationships and family, what makes you think you can't cut a toxic church? Like, come on, man. There are plenty of them. Don't let one church ruin your ways if you really want a church. You can't let one experience ruin you. So thank you ladies for doing this to me. uh, With me, I wanted just to to spread the word because we all have different understandings and we want people to... I want people to find God but I don't want to enforce it on them so the more I speak on it on mm-hmm. our generation or on how we are dealing, they can find peace in it and um one of my favorite verses and constantly throughout has always been Matthew 7 1 judge not that you not be judged because throughout my life I was constantly judged whether I do good uh-huh. or bad whether I try or not there's always, and when you grow up in a community where your your life is centered, is I come out from a family who their entire life has been in the government. So I've been in the limelight, constantly being watched since at a certain age where, oh, m-totua flan, m-totua flan, I've been on the newspapers for stupid shit. I've been on blogs for stupid shit. Whether true or not, I just don't have the energy to fight back. You want to write that shit and believe it? By all means, go ahead. I ain't got time to fight with you. Literally. That's why I don't go off. I don't have that energy, but it still has to be seen a certain way than what you are. So that's why I'm always more open to people like, let me know you for you, not from what yeah. they said. Even even if somebody comes out, oh, and I hate it when somebody tells me, don't be friends with that person. or because even me, when I fight with somebody, even if we're in a stack of friends, I'm not going to come to the other people and tell them, oh, I can't be exactly. friends with you because, no, that ain't nothing like my beefing got nothing to do with anybody's beef, So please also, yours don't make it mine. I'm going to be friends with whoever I want to do. Let me learn who they are from myself because your journey with them is not the same journey I'm going have. Yeah. They might be because people keep forgetting what they will always tell you what they did to them but not what they did to make that person do what they did so let me learn them and I've the people people have told me not to be friends with and they are still in my life today and those people are not because it kind of came to okay so this is why and people are always scared of you knowing what the fuck they did that's why they try to so always have an open mind learn things for yourself before you start judging them hear people's stories you know just just as the same as church just like how god is willing to hear you are god is always forgiving and i'll say this also um today last month two months ago i'm, I'm an overthinker and a warrior. i'm constantly in my head i'm learning to be more patient and to not worry and this time i was like you know what i'm gonna give this to god so i prayed about it and stop worrying. And that shit worked that way than I expected. I remember if I went on an IG live to give a testimonial. Because I was like yo, this shit actually works. If you just concentrate on doing your part and leaving it to God and just praying. And sometimes you don't get it because it's not there yet. It's not your time. Or maybe there's something that... So don't let that make you lose hope. Into still asking for, keep asking. God says, keep asking. Just keep asking. Keep praying. Keep asking, and you know you'll So, ladies, thank you very much for spending
2: almost two and a half hours with me. I've laughed so hard. Oh my stupid. God! Um, hold on. I just wanted. To, I was trying to mention something, guys. Please, please, please. I'm also very biased because I'm reading Genesis right now, but in the U version. Um, um you know sort of like application when you go to bible, just when you open yeah. genesis like read the bible and then open genesis there's that sort of like an arrow on the far left hand side corner the on the mm-hmm. left at the top which actually has videos related to that um to that what um chapter or book chapter right? mm-hmm. um, exactly in the videos there's one that is called the bible project please please it's usually just like five minutes it's not even like that long five minutes or like four minutes so please go through the one that is in genesis so it talks about genesis in two different parts so there's two different videos depending on which chapter you open it if you open the first chapters it will become the first bible project and the last chapters will come the second bible project so you get the whole story but there's a lot really in that story and how they explain Genesis and the and the and the things that we have talked about today, specifically when it comes to choice, when it comes to what sin is, when it comes to how mm. Joseph came about and what the word really goes about. And there's literally things that I wanted to mention when you guys were talking here because it it was so relative to what that video was talking about. So please do that before I forget this. Yes all, all right
0: city. we're, I we're all going definitely night. watch it yes and i'll definitely mm-hmm. post it as well for the people now before yeah. we leave first of all happy easter everybody because this is going to come out on Easter. So happy easter! may the lord okay, be yeah, with sure. you and may <laughs> y'all spend so much time with your family and loved ones and now y'all got a smile so i can take a screenshot real quick you ready one okay one two three ready Oh, fuck, sorry. My bad. I always do this. I press the wrong thing. Always. One, two, three. Ready? All right. Thank you, ladies.
1: This was nice. Please. Please. Ah.
3: Shit talkers, thank you for tuning in. Talksheet repeat now has a permanent home. hoo Make sure to visit www.talksheetrepeat.com for all podcast details. Also, we now have a premium section where it hosts uncut episode videos for 9 dollars a month, which will be out on Sundays, two days before episode release date. New episodes come out every Wednesday and Fridays for part two, if available. <laughs> while you're at it talk sheet is available on all platforms and social media with the handle at talk sheet that's talk t-a-l-k sheet s-h-i-t with w-i-t-h-p go ahead and follow us to stay connected and engaged with me also if you're feeling generous give us a review on apple Podcasts or ra- rate us on spotify you can also share a beer with me by buying me a beer on buymecoffee.com if you can't afford the premium. You can also join our mailing list by creating an account to get email updates from talk shit with P. Be the first on the no-no. <laughs> Thank you for listening, sharing, and supporting in any way. Remember, we are on every fucking Wednesday. Let's shit talk. back.